0: hello my loves i'm christina and i am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast so welcome to relationship realness this podcast is all about helping you create those long lasting healthy relationships that we all desire With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. what's up you guys and welcome back to another episode of relationship realness i'm christina the relationship boss and on today's episode i have a very special guest with me today this is my fiance anthony
1: what's going on everyone
0: you've probably seen him on my instagram feed on my reels he's a frequently featured guest on all of my reels he's a very good sport for that so thank you
1: you're very welcome and uh, where is my oscar <laughs>
0: I wanted to talk to you guys today a little bit about how we met. It's it's not like the most crazy story, but like the journey to how we got to where we are today was all about like following your intuition, trusting the path that the universe is guiding you on, and all of those good magical little nuggets that we want to share with you today. So let's just kind of start off by how we met. Like we met online, we met on OkCupid.
1: Yeah, let me just go ahead and log into my OKC real quick.
0: <laughs> you still have it? Of course I do. Why? I like to
1: go back and look at our first exchange of messages.
0: I'm pretty sure your first message to me was, what brought you back to New York City?
1: Yeah, I think I, I tailored it specifically for you. Um, and that was like the only message that I actually made specific. Every other message was like, yo, let's go get some pizza.
0: Wow. I don't want to hear about your other messages.
1: <laughs> well, Did your you go message is like, special. Of
0: dates? Did you go on a lot of dates before you like decided to
1: like- I only went on one date. I met no other women. <laughs> Christina is the only woman in my life.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Well, I went on plenty of dates before I started dating you.
1: Oh, word. Let's, let's talk about those. Pivoting. <laughs>
0: No, but I feel like, I mean, like I was just following my gut. I was new to New York City. I had just moved back there. I had just left a super unhealthy relationship and I had been single. I was doing me for like two, two years at that point. And you were the last guy I swiped right on, baby.
1: Yeah, I think you made the right choice.
0: Well, that is TBD. (laughs) I think that I did too. Um, But anyway, we met on OkCupid, and – Our first date, we were supposed to meet up at the bar. Like, you know, when you guys like talk online, you finally decide to meet in person.
1: After like eight messages, a couple of, you know, uh, oh, yeah, let's reschedule this. Or, (laughs) oh, something came up. Or, okay, let's finally do it. right? And then you finally reschedule it. And then you're like, all right, we're going to go and we're going to meet at this Tiki bar. What was it called? Happy Fun Hideaway.
0: Solid Bushwick Bar in Brooklyn. It was like super small, super hole in the wall, but we didn't even get to the point where we met at the bar for the first time. I remember leaving my house and walking down to the corner of the street and I'm like, hey, like, okay, like, it kind of looks familiar.
1: Yeah. And I'm walking down the street and I see this like little brown girl in a sunflower top and bell bottoms. And I was like, who the fuck does this girl <laughs> think she is, bro? I'm
0: from California. Okay.
1: Yes uh and then i was like i know this ain't my date This is ridiculous and sure enough she's like are you anthony and i was like are you christina and it
0: was so we ended up having to walk together to the destination on like our first date so it was like that awkward like small talk on the walk there instead of being able to like do the whole intro situation where you get to the bar, you get a drink, you sit down, instead it was just like, nah, like you were thrown right into it. This is your first date right here and right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think like the first question I asked you was, uh, so you live around here? Which like fucking duh.
0: <laughs> we happen to live like around the corner from each other, which I guess in Bushwick it's it's super more commonly possible than like any other area, but It was very, very coincidental that we did live probably about like two blocks away from each other. And who knows how many times our paths may have crossed previously before we ended up meeting for real.
1: Definitely. And I feel like it was definitely serendipitous too, because I I remember, you know, back then I was like, I'm not traveling more than two stops to see a girl. (laughs) You didn't even leave a stop away. It was perfect.
0: It was so perfect. Love
1: it first Trip.
0: Love at first, walk
1: yeah.
0: to destination.
1: <laughs> Arriving.
0: <laughs> but the online dating world is pretty crazy. So I was pretty over it by the time that I met Anthony. So I think that all in all, like the timing of when we met was very instrumental to us working out. I think that I had gone through my own healing. I had found myself. I knew what I was looking for at that point. I knew what I did want and what I didn't want within a relationship. So I think that by the time that I was ready for like something serious, the timing just kind of serendipitously like worked out between us.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with you. I mean, I think, you know, I was in a place in my life where I was kind of enjoying, but also winding down from the single life. You know, I had been on a date or two, um, not many. And uh, (laughs) you know, when, when you came into the picture, I was like, yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, we both know that you were like, I don't know, because so 3 months down the line, like we were getting pretty serious. We were hanging out all the time because we lived around the corner from each other. We were not spending every day together, but we were, you know, we were together often. And I thought that things were going really well. I like was pretty blindsided by what transpired after 3 months. This guy literally pulled the whole can we talk thing after three months and he broke up with me.
1: We weren't exactly together, so it wasn't really a breakup, but we
0: were monogamous in my mind. But little did I know, not in his mind.
1: I mean, we were monogamous in my mind. Just for me, I was in a place where I really needed to figure out whether you were or were not the V1. Were you scared? How could you you not be scared?
0: Was I just like such wifey material that you were like, oh my God, like this could be real.
1: (laughs) I don't get guessed. (laughs) It was more like, is she it or is she not? And then, you know, we kind of played it out and, you know, we came to a point where I felt like I just wasn't ready to find out. And maybe it's because, you know, when you're younger, there's all this opportunity. And as you sift and sift and sift through those opportunities, sometimes you kind of just need to realize that the only opportunity that you ever needed is right in front of you.
0: Hmm, Interesting. But I wasn't going to walk away that easy. I mean, like he broke up with me and obviously like I was crying and there was this part of me, part of something within me that was like, no, like this. I like I felt that this was like real. Um, I ran down the street after him. It was like pouring rain stopped on the corner. Like people were staring at me like I thought I was living in my like rom-com like dreams (laughs) the way that i ran after him down the street begging him
1: not to go yeah it was like if rashida jones was like chasing paul rudd in some unspecified movie after a fight
0: sure
1: (laughs) i don't know we just watched i love you man (laughs) which like is one of my favorite movies of all time um totally unrelated but yeah no you were living in your whole own little telenovela like I, i remember uh walking away from you and you were just like why are you doing this to me and you were running and i just remember all of these like hispanic faces watching me uh from their homes and from their like chicken on a stick carts being like how could you do this to this girl and uh yeah i mean here we are like many years later
0: i mean during those three months that we were apart like i still went on with my life i still I traveled to go visit friends in LA, I was still, you know, vibing, I didn't date really between then and now, or between those three months. But there was a point where like, Anthony started reaching back out to me subtly, he would like slide into my DMs every now and then he'd be commenting and liking on my pictures, I'd like, I knew that that was his way of communicating with me if he wasn't going to be doing it via text. He was trying to get my attention somehow. It was very prominent on the gram during that time.
1: I feel like that's pretty commonplace for every (laughs) male to ever I
0: mean, not back, like, when we were, this was in, what, 2014? Hmm. So Instagram was very different. My feed looks very, very, very different from back then. (laughs) Things have changed.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I do
0: remember that, you know, whether you want to call it fate or not, this fool is still convinced that I stalked him. Okay, hang on a second. But when you live in New York, okay, so firstly understand that when you live in New York, you get to like know where the doors open off at the stop that you need to get off at that is like right in front of the stairway. And the fact that him and I lived basically next door to each other, we obviously got off at the same subway stop And so we had to go in the same subway car. So each some nights when I would leave my babysitting job, which was way up on the Upper East Side, and he would be leaving the gym probably around the same time. We would always end up in the same subway car together. So we would randomly still run into each other. Not
1: randomly. It
0: was random. Okay. It It was fate.
1: Fate. (laughs)
0: It was the universe giving us a reason to bring us back into each other's lives. Do you at least believe that?
1: I believe that it was the universe telling Tina to get on the train and find me.
0: (laughs) But like, tell me it didn't like put a little smile on your face every time you did see me. You you literally
1: saw the smile on my face when I saw you.
0: So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so anyway, that's kind of how we got back into each other's lives. We would still see each other. It was still like little signs were giving us like the little nudge to try again, to try again. So we did, we tried again and we got back together and, you know, we recently got engaged.
1: Yeah. It's been almost uh, a year in this pandemic kind of. Right.
0: Um, Yeah. It'll be a year in August, but something that I did learn through the phases of us getting back together and stuff like that, I feel like when you really believe that something is right for you to trust your gut and kind of go for it
1: yeah you know i think if you hadn't uh fought so hard that day when we played out our little uh rom-com the name of that movie yeah sure rom-com when we played out (laughs) rom-com uh who, who knows what would have happened? I mean, I'm sure I would have had an epiphany at some point, but who, who's to say that I would have been too late or not, right? I think, you know, we've come a long way since that first fight, breakup, whatever you want to call it. And since then, I feel like we've both found this place where we are, uh, I'm forgetting the word that I'm looking for.
0: Fuck. I don't know. But I do feel like that anytime we kind of go through something, we have this, like, common understanding that we are both in this. Like, we're in this for the long haul. And even when we fight, we remember at the end of the day that we're a team.
1: Unconditional.
0: Oh, unconditional. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think we've come to a place where we're both understanding that our love for each other is unconditional. Like, you know, I would go to bat for you over anything. Vice versa. and i yeah and i would expect the same from you and i think you know even when we're kind of fighting with each other knowing that our love for each other is unconditional kind of just makes it a no brainer that we're going to get through it
0: yeah i think it's taken us a, like a while like we've grown together like we met each other when we were 24 officially and now we're 31 so throughout those like 6 to 7 years we've both grown insanely and whether it's one of us has grown first and the other has always caught up or we've both kind of just serendipitously grown together throughout our relationship. I've found that to be extremely important for the success of our relationship in the long run. Like when I was ready to move out of the city, it was really uncomfortable for you. And I know that you were probably not really ready to leave New York, but you were ready to grow and explore other options.
1: Yeah. I think, I don't think that it was. I was ready to leave New York. I definitely wasn't ready to leave New York, but I more so wasn't ready to move to Seattle. Remember, we were going to move to Bangkok.
0: Yeah, but not by my fucking choice.
1: Towards the end, before Bangkok fell off the map, you were really excited about a penthouse and a chauffeur.
0: (laughs) But I would be living in Bangkok. Long story short, you guys, his job at the time had offered him this job position to move to Thailand for a year and he was kind of like I'm going I'm going with or without you because he was like in this mindset like I'm excited this is an opportunity blah 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 and I was like well slow your role, buddy like we're a package deal at this point right that's what I at least thought and I honestly thought that like you were about to leave without me I thought that if I had decided that I didn't want to go you were literally just going to take off
1: and be like, peace, I'll see you in a year. Yeah. I was never ready to actually do that. But, you know, you have to understand that I have always been like career driven, you know, in terms of opportunity. Always. Um, And for me, when we were having those conversations and those discussions, I was coming from a place of selfishness, absolutely. And it wasn't until I realized that I wasn't approaching the subject the way that you needed me to approach the subject. It wasn't until I realized that that things changed and I was able to talk to you and approach you in a way that that trip made sense to you. Right. Right. And I, I think that's, that's part of relationships as a whole, you know, is understanding how everybody listens and reacts and responds and then Approaching them in that in that manner.
0: Yeah, so it, it's adapting to your partner. It's being willing to listen to what they want, being open to having those really hard conversations and being, you know, being a teammate and understanding where the other person is coming from, because at the end of the day, you are two completely different humans like we are so we're different, yet the same we're. I process things a lot differently than you process things and vice versa. I communicate very differently than you communicate. And I think that you've had to adapt to my past um, more so and vice versa. I think that it's all just adapting to your partner and realizing that we are both totally two different humans, but at the end of the day, we are coming together to share our life together as a partnership.
1: 100%. And that's the most important thing, right? Once you realize that you're a team, you know, you will always go to bat for each other and you'll never lose.
0: Yeah. So our, we ended up back out here in Seattle a year ago. And we got engaged during the pandemic. And he proposed to me while we were camping.
1: It was the first camping trip <laughs> anybody that was with us had ever gone on
0: is damn sure the first camping trip for me i am very um i don't want to say bougie posh 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 i like okay i'm posh
1: Posh. you gotta say you have to say it in an english accent (laughs) i
0: like comfort that's all it is i like a warm bed with clean covers and let me just tell you guys like this camping trip wasn't just like an easy camping trip No, like he went all out. Like we had to like climb over rocks through like a lake to get to our campsite.
1: It was an epic campsite. It was
0: gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Epic, 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 epic views. Yes. But the cutest part is how you drove out there like five times to check it out, to make sure it was the right spot. What made it, what solidified it as being the right spot?
1: Well, To be honest with you, there was a number of factors that I had taken into consideration when finding the correct venue.
0: Okay.
1: Sunsets, water, mountains, trees, cloud coverage, Mm -hmm. all of those things. Climate. Yeah. Oh, climate. Yeah.
0: Oh, climate.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about the climate. Let's
0: talk about the climate. So our first day that we get there... Granted, none of us have really camped before. This isn't like a bougie campsite with tables and bathrooms. And there it
1: was not even like like,
0: we're in the middle of nowhere, and maybe there's like a leftover fire pit, like from people who just built one. But it literally, you guys, like torrential and downpoured for a solid 24 hours. (laughs) Like, I kid you not. Like since the day that we arrived till the next day like probably like mid-afternoon it was fucking pouring rain pouring rain
1: yeah it was really (laughs) scary and it was our first camping trip ever and not scary in the sense of like oh my god we're gonna die it was scary in the sense of like oh my god everybody's gonna want to leave before i propose to this girl this girl my girl (laughs) my tina
0: oh oh were you freaking out
1: No, I knew that everybody was going to stick around. We were like two hours away from home. But
0: what about the rain? You can't control the rain. Were you manifesting that the sun was going to come out?
1: I would have proposed to you in the rain or the sun. That
0: would have been romantic,
1: even though it would have been really dirty. It was really cold too, so yeah, it wouldn't have been the greatest. Yeah, but memorable either way, I think.
0: And the sun ended up coming out in literally the mid-afternoon on Saturday. The sun came out, and it was honestly probably the most perfect weather. Ever, it was epic, and the cutest part for me that I had found was that you had named the whole like you had planned this entire thing obviously behind my back, which okay, um, but you named it um, what was it called? Operation Starry Night. I found that to be very cute. It's very thoughtful.
1: Well, we're gonna say I'm brilliant.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think that we've made it really far. We've gone through our own trials and tribulations. And of course, we will candidly share that with you guys at another time. But it's all about trusting your partner, it's all about allowing yourself to be intimate with your partner, communicating, and truly, honestly, just understanding that you guys are a team at the end of the day.
1: We're going camping next week. Says who? Says me.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is there another ring involved I'll go if there's another diamond please
1: (laughs) we talked about this there's a diamond for every camping trip we take your ring already has like 10 diamonds so you owe me 10 trips
0: no no it wasn't part of the deal I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and getting to know Anthony a little bit and coming into my my world and seeing kind of who I share my life with um you know I love him and we're together and we're a team and communication is key. Uh, follow your heart, follow your intuition. If this, is, if you're fighting for a relationship right now, if it is worth fighting for for you, do it. Do it until it doesn't work out. The universe always has a plan for you. So follow that path, follow your gut, and trust your instincts, my loves. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a fantastic morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. And I'll see you again next week. Love you guys.